So, as promised, I am joined by Ambra Schultz uh, from Passerelle. Hello there. Hello, thanks for having me. Yes, excellent. Um, there, was something, there was something weird with the sound there for a second, I wasn't sure. So, um, yes, you're here to talk about a, a very specific incident that's happened recently um, with regards to uh, a family that have been sort of turned out of a foyer uh, by ONA. Um, and rather than me try uh, to sort of half tell you what you can uh, describe perfectly well, perhaps you would tell the listeners a little bit more about that situation, please. Absolutely. So um, just as a reminder, Passerelle works with uh, asylum seekers and refugees in Luxembourg. And uh, we've been following a family of uh, a family of four. So the two parents and two children of eight and four. Um, and uh, they have been in the inadmissibility procedure. It means um, these people have a status of refugee in Greece. They came to Luxembourg because they felt like in Greece their rights were not uh, respected, mm -hmm. that their children were not protected, and they came to Luxembourg to ask for asylum. And recently, um, ONA, so Office National de l'Accueil, the reception uh, office, mm -hmm. um, decided to uh, forbid them to enter back in the, in the foyer. So this happened in the end of uh, July. And now this family is, uh, like doesn't have a proper, pro proper housing in Luxembourg. So they're effectively homeless. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, and and so is, is this is this event unusual? I mean, does this happen often? Or uh, uh, I'll be honest, like uh, I, I hear the news each day from the, the newsreaders, and I and I know mm -hmm. pass. But this seems to be like a, a specifically sort of um, un, unusual event. But I I confess I don't know. So perhaps you might be able to sort of tell us how often this happens or. Mm, it's hard to put a number on it because not everyone come to see us in the office. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a situation that we come across way more now. Um, and it's like getting more, I think. Um, people who have a refugee status in Greece, like in theory, you can ask for asylum one time in the European Union. Mm -hmm. If a country grants you uh, the, asylum, uh, the asylum, so refugee status... You cannot ask a second time in a different member state. But the situation in Greece uh, is dramatic regarding different, uh, like a different aspect, especially like if we're talking for this family, um, particularly the, the two children uh, were not uh, going to school. They were living in the streets, so there was some uh, some trauma that comes from there. And so because people don't feel like they are protected in Greece, they come to other member states to ask again for asylum. Mm -hmm. And in Luxembourg, when this happened, um, the, the authorities feel or say that the asylum reception uh, facilities are only for asylum seekers mm -hmm. the thing is um, when we have a situation with very vulnerable people so children or the dad in in the family the the father is uh, actually really sick um, and when we have this type of situation if it's not ona who's responsible then who is it because We've been following the, the family to try to get um, like a spot in an emergency center or 
in a in a, like a, a shelter for homeless people even mm -hmm. but this is very hard to to find and yet today we didn't find anything so yeah that was going to be uh, my next question it was like who would normally be responsible um i i guess the the procedure would be they they are denied uh, asylum status here mm -hmm. and so then they would be expected to return to Greece but in this case they don't want to because of the reception they received in Greece which exactly. was um, uh, sort of disrespectful. Um, I understand I read an article where the father said that he was attacked at one point by somebody with a knife in... Yeah there was yeah. some there was some trauma in Greece yeah. for the whole family actually yeah um, of course, I cannot speak for them, like yes, yeah, for yeah. for everything. But um, there was some there was some trauma that happened there. That as soon as you speak, even to the to the children or like to the to the parents, there is a risk of re-traumatization. Sure, if reliving the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so and the situation here is that that, that who who has. It seems like they've fallen into the cracks between yes. res people responsible and so what, what recourse do they have? What can they do at this point? And to get back to your question, who would be responsible? This yes. is actually a very good question because as we mentioned earlier, the, um, the reception office says that they are not responsible because they are the one who's supposed to receive asylum seekers. So people inside the asylum procedure, inside the, the camps, the ONA camps. So in this case, who's responsible? Like there is the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, of course, responsible of everything related to asylum and Im immigration. But here we also have chi children who are mm. vulnerable. So maybe uh, the National Office for Children that we like we reach out to every authorities or also the mega the the ministry between um, of equality between men and women because there's also a woman involved sure. and women with the children and uh yeah so it's actually a good question we've reached out to a lot of actors um and yet today we don't have a, a clear answer of who could help here Okay, that, that kind of answers my next question. Like, why have you spoken out about this particular issue? But um, obviously, it's because they're in desperate need. Um, they've been denied a state, uh, a place here, mm -hmm. and they can't go back. So they're, they're, they're sort of, they are adrift, aren't they? And if you've reached out to all the various uh, parties, as you say, mm -hmm. and you think with a, you know, like a, a, a woman involved and children, um, that there should be any number of authorities that you could speak to that should lend a hand, but so far, nothing. Yeah, we feel that the responsibility is kind of like given out to like uh, in French we say we say uh, like uh, il se jette la pierre. Mm -hmm. So um, like um, we've spoken out also because uh, this is a very particular um, situation where, of course, you have the two children and Luxembourg. Um, ratified different international uh, legal instruments such that such as the the international convention on the rights of the children mm -hmm. and inside of this uh, convention you have a part where it says we should listen to the to the word of the child in order to act on his best interest 
And in order to do this, you need time. You need time. You need professional to speak to a, to a child. Like not everyone is uh, capable to do this. And you need to like assess the situation according to the vulnerabilities as well. And this has not been the case in this situation because as long as we see that, as soon as we see that those people have the status in Greece, we give them the inadmissibility decision and we say to them, okay, in one month you have to go out of the camp. Right. And this is like the fact that people coming with already a refugee status, they're not coming from Poland or um, like Germany or Sweden. They're coming from Greece. So it shows that in Greece, there's a particular situation where yep. basic human rights are not respected for refugees, not only for refugees. Also, the situation is very difficult for Greek people, but it also affects, of course, refugees there. Sure, yeah. And you usually find that if the situation is tough for the people that live there, mm. that they are less welcoming to refugees you know, because they feel that their situation is tough enough already. Okay, so... Um, what what happens now? I mean, you said that, I think you mentioned that there was a, a hearing a couple of days ago uh, earlier on, but you, we're not aware of what the outcome of that is yet. I don't think the hearing uh, or the judgment came out yet. Yeah. Uh, the hearing was this week. Um, what happens now, it's uh, actually a really good question because in order to see with the people what we can do to support them on the administrative and legal part as passerelle, I mean, as an mm -hmm. association, like people need to be secure. It means have a roof over their head to uh, like for them to have their basic needs answered and then they can think, okay, what is the best to do in this situation there? And now it's not the case because we don't have a permanent uh, place for them to stay where they could be protected, where the children could like uh, start the, the, the procedure to register to school, for example. And this is something like the, the child, uh, the, the, the older, the older daughter was saying to me, I need to go to school. Can you help me to go to school? And I cannot even like assure them of this. It's not, we, we don't know. So it's very, it's very difficult, but we need to like speak out because Luxembourg ratified some, some legal elements that we need to put forward and we need to 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 raise awareness about this of course right okay so I mean there's, yeah there's obviously um, things that you're doing but is there anything that um, our listeners can do is there anything that the Luxembourg public can do any way they can get involved or help out in, in these sort of situations yeah actually we started um we started um, uh, a pot when you can, where you can participate financially if you want. So you can find the link on our website. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you can also share uh, everything that we're doing about this family. There have been some some articles, some, and you can share the info that we are actually looking for a place for them. Mm -hmm. um, and something that I wanted to, to, to say also is that we often hear from the authorities that people who have a refugee status somewhere else can find a job and get papers based on the fact that they have uh, work here. So uh, the, the lady, the mom, was saying to me that she wants actually to work. Uh, so she's looking for a job, uh, she said, uh, in a hotel or... Uh, restaurant. So, if you know anything, you can reach out to us and um, and uh, and yeah. 
Okay, so then in which case it's probably wise to give some contact details for Passerelle right now. So like a, a telephone number, a, a way to get in contact, say, uh, via the web, you know, the yeah. internet. So uh, email her perhaps. So yes, everything is on the is on the website. So you can go to passerelle.lu, P-A-S-S-E-R-E-L-L.lu. Excellent. So everything you'll need to um, help out is is available there, you know, the, the information you'll need. Um, we'll put all that information, uh, we'll post this interview later, and in the text we'll put all the available sort of contact information uh, to that. Um, Andre, is there, is there anything else that uh, you, you feel that needs to be said about this, or have you... Have we covered everything? I think we've covered everything. I, yeah, I think uh, I think this situation is uh, is pretty dramatic for a country like Luxembourg, um, especially when we put forward that we are huge uh, promoters um, of human rights, which I think is true, and I think we can still improve on this. Uh, because there's always room for improvement. So, yes, this is what we we want to push for. Yeah, especially from, a con- especially from a country that does promote itself so much as being a champion of human rights. And, and so, yes, yeah, you're, you're spot on there. So, yeah, perhaps they should get on this. <laughs> All right, Ambra, thank you ever so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Okay. Right, uh, time for one more song. And then that's it. That's uh, another week done. Another Friday over. Um just wanted to thank everyone for getting involved. Thank you to my guests today and all the people that uh, got involved in the competitions. Um, thank you to my co-host. Yes, Tracy. you're welcome. There she thank is. Thank you for having me. For the, for the part of it, at least. Well, sorry for being 10 minutes late, yes. Mm, unacceptable. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking about forgiving you, but... Um, well, you have, you have about... 10 days to think about it <laughs> so okay um so yeah thank you ever so much everyone for getting involved we'll be back next week here to play us out as depeche mode and wagging tongue and uh, it's the wet leg remix <laughs> <laughs>